Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. Him and his girlfriend broke up and me and him were the only people left in our town when everyone else went to university. Today on My First Time, should you have sex with your best friend? Hi, my name's Jess, and this is the story of the first time that I slept with my best friend. Your best friend is such a wonderful person, right? You care about them, they're into all the same stuff you are, and they're always there for you when you need them to be. Hey, they're even pretty hot. Surely they'd make the perfect boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, getting into bed with your best friend can have its issues. Trust me, I speak from experience. Sexy relationships, I guess, are just so much more complex and complicated than non-sexy ones. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it was just destined to fail. Just Thomas is part of the Friends generation. They grew up wishing that Ross and Rachel would happen, willing on Chandler and Monica. But for Jess, having a relationship with your best friend isn't always the right thing to do. This is their story. I definitely was exposed to a lot of the media that kind of gives the message that you will end up with your best friend. It probably has imprinted on me a lot that lots of media that I watched when I was a kid was a big group of friends who all have dated or maybe have slept together and stuff like friends or fresh meat or anything like that. It's always been in my mind that I've wanted to end up dating someone who I have been close friends with because you have that established relationship with them already. But it comes with a sort of double-edged thing of you should also never sleep with your best friends because it can end up really complicated, which has happened to me. It Both things have happened to me. I've slept with a best friend and it's ended up very complicated and messy and then I've slept with a best friend where it's not like that at all. And I think media can sometimes say both sides. It can be, wouldn't it be great to end up with a best friend, but also maybe don't because it can end up really complicated. Our guest Jess's best friend, let's call him Joey because Jess doesn't give him a name, was a really nice guy. But just because someone's a nice guy doesn't mean they're right for you. So the first friend that I slept with, we were very, very close friends for 
two or three years through sixth form college but he was dating one of my friends at the time um but we were really close friends like we had always got on really well we went to different colleges but we always used to like meet up on a friday and that kind of thing and then him and his girlfriend broke up and me and him were the only people left in our town when everyone else went to university and then um we became very very close after that and eventually it was when I look back on it now I think of it as the dumbest decision I ever made but we moved to university together and lived together after we had started sleeping together and it was only like just after so we were like yeah this is the best idea ever and it wasn't at all and it ended up ruining our friendship I think and we we don't actually speak anymore but when you're 19 it sounds like the greatest thing in the world to live with your best friend who you're also sleeping with but it ended up incredibly messy and very very bad um I would not recommend it to anyone <laughs> the first time that we ever slept together was a night out we were both drunk he was staying at my house because he lived further away and it just happened and then we had kind of joked about it before but one of us would always like put the brakes on before and then eventually we just didn't and it happened and we talked about it afterwards and everything seemed great we were both like this was great, this was fun, we can both talk about it openly and emotionally and everything is great, let's keep doing it, we're both enjoying it. And then eventually, once we had moved in together and everything, that's when sort of everything changed and things became a bit more emotionally fraught. But at the beginning it was, it was just a, a sort of happy accident that continued. For Jess, they only ever had sex with their soon-to-be ex-best friend, They never got into a relationship with Joey, though they did sign a lease with him, and it had a big impact on their friendship. So much for friends of benefits. We had sort of both agreed when we started sleeping together to sort of, to stop if anyone caught feelings, I think was the term that we used. And then when we moved to university, he met someone and I felt badly about it. And then that's kind of where things went wrong. So I think the fact that we moved in together and then I couldn't escape it when he was in a relationship with someone else meant that our friendship broke down after that and I think that if we'd have never slept together I'm not sure that I would have ever felt that way because we got so much closer after we started sleeping together and no one at 19 is very good at talking about their emotions in like a mature way and I think that that especially for me at the time was a big problem I didn't ever speak frankly to him about it and I couldn't I also couldn't escape the situation because I lived with him and we had signed a year-long contract and there was nothing I could do and that situation then became worse because of that. It broke down because of circumstances but I do think that if I hadn't slept with him those circumstances wouldn't ever have arisen but I also think that it was mostly age and like not having been exposed to a lot of stuff in the world and not being very emotionally mature because I have had experiences since where that has not been the case. After that experience of sleeping with their best mate, our guest Jess understandably became very pro not getting involved with your friends. I wouldn't say I was definitely evangelical about it and saying never do it, but I was definitely saying this was my experience of it and if you are going to do it, do it better than me. (laughs) Don't do it the way that I did it and accidentally fall in love with them and then have to watch them being in a a very happy relationship with someone else and live whilst living with them. So I think my experience was quite extreme. It was bad all round. Like, I was bad to him, he was bad to me. It was a terrible situation, but... I definitely knew in my 
brain and my heart that that wasn't how it went every time and I think I hoped for a future where if me and the guy who I was dating at the time weren't together anymore that I would be able to casually sleep with a friend and it would be fine but I I definitely had that in my mind that if I I had had this horrible experience before and that there were circumstances around that that were very specific to that experience rather than universal. Having sex with your best friend made life pretty difficult for our guest, Jess. Luckily, they moved on and they learned from their mistakes. So the next time that I had slept with a friend, I actually, it's kind of a complicated situation to explain. So me and two of my best friends who are still my best friends, we had been really, really close, the three of us, for about 18 months, maybe two years, um, like just like we had a big group of friends but there was specifically the three of us we had a group chat that we spoke to each other in every day and all of us ended up breaking up with our partners around the same time like completely by accident not planned or anything subsequently we're all single at the same time and eventually me and one person the two people involved are a, a woman and a man and me and the man ended up sleeping together and there had been some tension since we broke up with our partners and there were there were jokes flying around that this was going to happen and you know the rest is history so that happened we ended up falling into a relationship together quite quickly but a couple of weeks after our third friend the girl broke up with her boyfriend I think about a month later, we ended up sleeping together, the three of us. Although we've only heard about the downsides of falling in love with your best friend, actually there are some upsides. They listen to the same bands, they watch the same films, they hang out at the same festivals. Yeah, so it definitely crossed my mind um, before we went to the festival together that we might, that something might happen. And I think if that festival hadn't been like booked in for however many months it was after we both broke up with our partners I think it would have maybe happened sooner but you know when you have something in the future and you're like okay that's going to be the time I think we had both sort of separately planned in our minds that it might happen that way I was absolutely convinced that he wasn't interested in me and I thought that something happening was like a dream that I might have that like I was like oh wouldn't it be funny if that happened and and then it did. And I was convinced up until the last second that it wasn't going to happen and that I was, I, I was very, very insecure, basically, and I was convinced that he would never like me or anything like that. And then it happened and then we tumbled into a relationship very quickly after that. But I definitely there was definitely vibes between us breaking up with our partners and that happening. Like, there was lots of flirtation, pretty overt flirtation, and we hung out quite a bit because we had both broken up with our partners and... While we were at the festival, it was the Thursday night and we we had got there, we had been drinking like all day and we were with a group of friends. There was a, it was only a small group, there was about five or six of us and I think other people could tell that we were like flirting with each other and that, that I think everyone else knew that something was going to happen before it actually happened but... I was just convinced like we were just friends like we were we were very tactile friends we had always been like that even when we had other partners like we had always been very like huggy sitting on laps and all this kind of stuff like that had never been unusual for us I was just putting it down to that I was just like yep that's just that's just what we like and then we were sharing a tent anyway which it should have been a a massive flag to me that something was going to happen but we basically went back to the tent after the night of 
music and dancing was over and there was a moment of spooning and then not spooning and etc. It wasn't until basically the very last minute like until we were kissing that I was like oh okay (laughs) this is gonna happen it's not just a dream. (laughs) But if you've been burnt once how would you feel about getting into a relationship with another friend? I definitely felt some fear um, going into it because we had been friends for so long and I was so desperate not to lose him as a friend and there's a point of no return with these things there's definitely a point where you're like okay now it's time to have a conversation about what happens if this goes wrong and at this point we're like okay we're dating now we're not we're not just friends who are casually doing stuff like we're dating now we're you're my boyfriend (laughs) but I think when we had had sex at the festival we had a conversation at that point and was just like okay this is going to be more charged than if I was just having sex with someone who I wasn't because it wasn't even just like someone I was friends with like he was my best friend if it would change the course of my life if we couldn't be friends anymore and there was definitely a time when we had that conversation where we said to each other we need to be all in on this or not in at all we can't do this by halves and because I had already had that terrible experience before where we had done it by halves and then I had caught feelings and he hadn't I wanted to draw the lines quite clearly and say if we're doing this we're doing this and that came very quickly after the festival I think at the festival we had we had had a conversation about what had happened and how we both still wanted to be friends but we didn't like have the dating conversation because it had only just happened but we had we definitely had that conversation very soon after that I do think that having the experience before I was very like I want lines drawn I want to know what is going on I want to know how you feel all the time and we had such a very good communicative relationship already like we had already we we had that between the three of us like the three of us who were really close we were all very good at communicating with each other about how we felt and I think that really helped to have that baseline already but I I definitely did feel fear because like I said, he's, he was my best friend and he still is my best friend. But like the thought of losing him was like dread in the bottom of my stomach. And I couldn't I, I didn't want to go into it if I thought that at any point I would lose him. I didn't immediately think that um, we definitely needed to be in a relationship. I think my immediate feeling was we need to talk about what what just happened and what we what are our intentions, I guess. I needed to know at that point exactly what he wanted out of it because we had both just come out like my relationship had been three years long but his had been like six years or something and he and it was a very intense relationship and I I want I wanted basically to know if if this was just fun or if this was just a one-off then I wanted to know at the time I think there was probably some inevitability of us dating because when you're friends with someone you're like especially our type of friendship that we had we were we always joked that we were like halfway to dating anyway and we joked with that with our other friend as well like the three of us we were like this is our second relationship like we we were already halfway there and I think because we were already at that point we were all very emotionally invested in each other's friendships and lives and and that that it became very easy to translate that into a relationship and I already cared so deeply for him and obviously was sexually attracted to him and the the sex didn't ever make that weird and I think at that point I was like okay this is definitely a person that I could be in a relationship with and that thought felt comforting to me and at that point I knew I was like well 
if the thought of being in a relationship feels comforting, that's probably a good thing. That's that's a it's a good reason to pursue this. What do you think? Would you have sex with your best friend or even a relationship? Jess has spent a significant amount of time pondering this, but here's a fun thing you can do now. Take out your phone, look at all your friends, which out of all of them seems to be ideal romantic material, and think to yourself, would you ever go there? I definitely think that um, any advice I would give to people would be make sure that you're not living with your friend when you have sex with them because any emotional complications that arise from the having sex is only going to be like tripled by the fact that you live together if you're going to have sex with a friend or you think that it might happen with someone that you're already friends with make sure that you the friendship that you have is very open and communicative don't have sex with a friend who you don't feel like you could talk to about it afterwards um because i think that immediately causes problems where it becomes an unspoken thing between you and then that that never ends well no matter what that is no no matter what unspoken thing you have between you it never ends well I think if you can openly talk to your friend about what had happened and whether it'll happen again or where you're both at emotionally whether or not you both are in the same place because I felt quite confident that me and my current partner were both in the same emotional place when we first got together. Um, But if we hadn't been, I think that we would have been able to be frank with each other about that. And that was very important to me to be able to be frank with him at the time. Definitely the circumstances, the stars kind of do have to align with circumstances because, like I said, the first time that it happened, it happened in all the worst ways and and the second time was great. I was definitely more emotionally mature at the time, so this was two years ago that me and my current partner slept together for the first time. So I was 23, so I was much more emotionally mature. I knew what I wanted. I was an adult with my own life. Like, I I knew that if everything went bad, I would be upset, but I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be homeless (laughs) like I would have been the first time. Thanks for listening to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. And thank you very much to our guest, Jess. My name is Zing Sing, and I'm the UK editor at Broadly. This episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you like what you hear, rate us and subscribe to the podcast. And please check out the article on Broadly featuring Jess. See you next week.